This week on the BAMFCAST, we have just one question for you. Are you a rad enough dude to ass slide down hell track? One balls, we're out. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. So 201. Oh, well, okay. That's one more than last week. Yeah. As always. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. Wait, where's that? What's that empty space we hear? Uh, it's BJ not being here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. T- taking a week off from the cast. Had some business. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know what that's time. like. Yeah. Everyone's you know? got business. Sometimes you can't make it. No. Nope. Sometimes. But anyway, what the rest of us do each and every week here on the BAMFCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. And then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. And the good bad movies, the enjoyable bad movies. They get one five jocks and robot jocks. Hooray! And the bad bad movies doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. 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 Terrible. Nope. Bad movie. So, um, random movie time. We were thrown for a loop. We we're ca- you know we ended up having to cast one day early without a BJ, <laughs> without the BJ, right? Okay. A BJ. Well, it's just there's only one. Yeah. Here. And right. Yeah. Uh, we figured in honor of the the late great Hal Needham, it was time to watch one of his movies. Mm-hmm. So we watched 1986's Rad. Yeah, we Rad. did. Rad. Rad. So let's get a plot summary for Rad out of the way and talk more about it, shall we? The story of Crew Jones, a young man who can overcome all obstacles that prevent him from participating in the BMX race Hell Track. As he works toward his dream, Crew falls in love with Christian, an amateur racer. With the help of Christian and her friends, can Crew's rad racing team defeat the top BMX factory rider, Bart Taylor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. So yeah. this, yes, so this is the template for every spoiler movie. Yeah. Ever yep. He's successful. Yeah. He wins. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Chuck. Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. God. I just, you know. Okay. <laughs> so, how need him? Uh-huh. You know him. We love him. Yes. Stunt spectacular. Mm-hmm. Of course, this movie starts with stunts. Oh, of course. BMX stunts. So many stunts. Just Bouncy kids stunts. bouncing around. I mean, this was the time. This was the movie that made every kid want to put pegs on their BMX bike. Because yeah. they thought, well, if I have pegs, I can jump around on my bike like these guys. Mm-hmm. It's not quite that easy, but. Not as. They sold a lot of pegs because of this movie. Let's just put it yeah. that way. All right. Because, yeah, guys. So you're saying Kicks wasn't the only sponsor? No. Pegs. No. Bike pegs. Bike pegs. Bike. I, I will. I will attest to the fact that after this movie, it was like, get me a BMX bike with pegs that I can pedal backwards. It had to be like a a fixie or a, you know fixed wheel bike. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, you can't pedal backwards. Every kid I knew had a mongoose. Yeah. That was the shit. And yeah. they're all over this goddamn movie. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, so, tabby man. Yeah. So there's a title montage of kids doing flipping lids on their BMX bikes. Uh-huh. And <laughs> sweet stunts. Yeah, just doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, they're hitting they're hit there's a full uh pipe in it. But yeah. like none of the kids 360 it throughout no. the entire movie. They're at some skate or bike park and there's a Yeah. How do you have Hal Needham directing and he doesn't get any of them to do it? I don't know. Yeah. Should have. Cuz he should have been like are you men? Are you pansies? They, that and was they how he like, way. And they're all like, we're sorry, we're pansies. Yeah. Why? I don't know if like... He's like, Do you, have you seen Megaforce? <laughs> <laughs> I I made that. Get your ass in that pipe. Shake the hell up. Cannonball run, anyone? <laughs> Hello. Stroker ace, <laughs> you piece of shit. 
I've worked with the Burt Reynolds <laughs> multiple times. You want me to call him right now? He will come down here and he slap will, your face. He will berate you. He will bring his own BMX bike and make it go around that pipe. <laughs> yep, and then laugh at you. He will, you. he will make his mustache transform into a bike. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ride that around this pipe. But yes, yeah. but this all happens, and <laughs> we're sure Hal Needham was a very nice person, he, actually. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he was. <laughs> but he's pissed when you don't do stunts. No. Of course, no. So, so yeah, this is a title montage uh, bike, and then like the actual <laughs> movie happens, uh-huh. and um, we see uh, our hero Crew Jones, Crew, and and Crew decide to <laughs> they, they they run paper route. That's their mm. their part of their part time jobs. Yes, they deliver the papers in the morning, probably just as an excuse to ride bikes because not just their papers, they're USA Today papers. They are yes, because mm. the color ones. There's not a scene in this movie without blatant product placement all over it. Yeah, and USA Today is. The paper being delivered. It is. Because it's in color. But this is the most choreographed town ever because crew and friends ride around the town and like everything's set. Like fire engine is going down the road mm-hmm. and they're like, well, obviously here's your paper. You guess they got that call for the fire same time every day. Mm-hmm. So they do the hand the paper as the car is going by. There's a convoluted thing where he f- goes over a fence and a dog chase. You think the dog's gonna chase him, but he just kind of holds the paper out, and the dog leaps, grabs the paper, and just keeps running. Yeah, like this is another yeah, yeah, know, daily that. thing. It's a dog stunt. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, like he goes through a fence. Like there's this one fence that's actually like a flap. He yeah, he finds a uh, sewage truck, like like one that dumps dumpsters, mm-hmm. and Catch- he hops on the front of the dumpster as it lifts him up over the fence. Yeah, yeah, that's what takes him to the dog area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> The dog area. Well, then he has like this one routine where <laughs> he, he rides through a store and hands the shopkeeper mm-hmm. a, a paper. So like everyone and the guy's holding the door for him. Like yeah. this is just the daily routine. Mm-hmm. Crew's gonna ride through here and give me the paper. Like Ray Walston's riding down the street on his bike with some coffee and throws the paper at him and knocks out the coffee over and he's like, ah, kids. Yeah. Grr. <laughs> Damn kids. Yeah. Bikes, this yeah. world would be a better place without kids. Yeah. Golly. And then they all. <laughs> Has he seen Children of Men? No, it no, probably was, wouldn't be better. And and he, he, he ends with like the, the final lady. He pulls up and he looks at the town, uh, the clock tower in the, in the town, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. she's like, almost made it. And apparently he's trying to get it all done by seven fifteen or something. I guess it's like his personal little record. If only the other people in the town would coordinate their shit better, he yeah. could get yeah. those papers delivered. So he, he's just kind of like, yeah, shucks, one day I'll get it. And so they meet back up, high five, and ride off. Mm-hmm. Cut to exposition, uh, more exposition of the movie because now it's town hall meeting time. Yeah, the oldest people in the town have gotten together to praise. Now, the, 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 <laughs> have the, you been to a town hall meeting? No, it's but, all old people. Yeah. I know, like because they're the only ones with time to go to a town hall meeting. Yeah. Yeah. The the flappy the flappy fence part um, set this up because he he goes through the flap, turns around, and there's a big painting on it, and it says "Coming soon from Seven Eleven is Hell Track." Yeah, and yeah. he he just kind of stares longingly at it. And then rides off and does the rest of that stuff. But the town meeting has to happen because they have to have a meeting about Helltrack. Helltrack. Yeah. Because at this point, we're just wondering if it's like a new hot dog at 7-Eleven or something. Or God (laughs) only knows. (laughs) Delicious. It's it's their new frozen burrito. Three for a dollar. Helltrack. Helltrack. Yeah. But no, Helltrack is actually a BMX track. Uh, Yeah, a race. That the BMX promoter guys... It's never really clear exactly what he is. They say he's like the head of. I thought he was the head of Mongoose. Organi- no, it's whatever organization. Oh, Fab. 
the yeah. Federation of Athletic Bicyclists or so. The FAB is the name of whatever the thing is. I forget what the acronym is. Is that for real or is that just part of this movie? Yeah, it's bullshit. Okay. There's no bike union. <laughs> you think be. they would have called yeah, it rad? Rad. They should have found a way to call it rad. That would have made sense. That way. But they didn't. But yeah, but he's he's speaking to the town saying how awesome Hell Track is going to be and how much money it's going to make them and yes. how much promotion and television coverage there's going to be. There's going to be a everybody camera knows on every corner. BMX racing is just huge. Every network covers that Every shit. network. Just yeah. Fuck the Olympics. Coming up next football, on the Ocho. everything. Yes. Hell yeah. Track. Yeah. Hell and Track. All these 80-year-old people are just like, yay, Hell Track is yeah. coming to our town. I was surprised not one person stood up and goes, why are we calling it Hell Track? I, I, <laughs> when that woman stood up, is I have one objection. And I thought it was like, do we have to call it Hell Track? It yeah. should be called Heck Track. H-E-Double's Hockey Sticks Track. 7734 Track. But yeah, there's one complaint, which is, what about the local kids? Why can't they ride on the Hell Track and have fun and yay and... Uh, <laughs> and so like on the fly they come up with this convoluted well there's gonna be a local qualifier yeah Wait, not, not local qualifying it's open to the professionals too which is uh, i know it's like they're all qualified yeah they literally drove them into the town yeah but they get to compete against sure. them and then if there's a winner they can they get yeah. ten thousand dollars and they can compete in hell track yes yep which is 20 racers yeah and the qualifying track I mean, we get right to it. It doesn't take very long. I mean, there's a, there's a couple scenes in between, but like the qualifying track happens, and we're like, well, the Hell Track's kind of lame, but it's not Hell Track. No, like <laughs> they, yeah, they were never the very clear. Qualifying is lame they, as yeah, hell. Yeah, they, they were yeah. never very clear about what Hell Track was or what this qualifying was going to be. It was just like, yeah. yeah, qualifying thing on Hell Track for Hell Track, maybe whatever mm-hmm. money. Yeah, but like the mayor's kind of in on it. Like he's there, and then there's. Uh, Mr. Best is the guy who's the Duke head. Best. Yeah, Duke Best is the head of whatever that organization mm-hmm. is. He's got mustached henchman guy who it just gives some of the best smarmy <laughs> kind of. I mean, yeah, he's like his salacious crumbs. Yeah. He's always yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That guy's a Hal Needham regular. He's yeah. like the only one who's like in every Hal Needham movie. He's, he's always just a yeah. little. And then there's and he's just guy. happy to be a bad guy. Oh yeah, he's so good at it too. Yeah. He's just. And then Ray Walston is part of this trio of evil, too. Yeah. I mean, the mayor's just kind of, kind well, of there. There's... He's like the one who brought them there because he, he stands to gain the most in the town because he's the richest guy. So And I think he somehow owns he bike, stands... of some bike company. Yeah. Yeah, because they're like, the mongoose guy has to win, and then when he wins, the millions of dollars of products that have the mongoose rider's face on them mm-hmm. will make us all rich. Or so. I don't... The plot yeah. is terribly unimportant. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's just generic, hey, those... Old guys are evil. Mm-hmm. Boo to them. Big business. Yeah. Beating down little right. business. Capitalism. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> this, is the, this is the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Capitalism is bad. Right. We just do what we do, man. Yeah. Riding bikes. Yeah. But cru- Cruise Crew hangs out in a... <laughs> cruise Crew. Cruise, cruise Crew. 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 I love that show. Uh, bombed out, crew? like, kind of building that's part, uh, like, off of a lumber yard. I, I, I guess it's just I don't like, know, yeah. they have this hangout place with like broken windows and shit and just mm-hmm. things thrown there and they hang out there and at first we're really not sure there's crew another like tall lanky dude and indeterminate pat character because yeah. <laughs> at first we really weren't sure we're like because she's all dressed it, it ends up it is a she but it she, ends up she, 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 well, I'm just saying like <laughs> yeah. she's dressed very 
tomboyish with a hat on and she becomes a woman over the course of this yes, movie at the start it's like who is this kid it's this, really this bizarre curly because I, I, I swear she got taller and more womanly as the movie yes went. like like how long did it take them to film this movie because i don't like, know she hit puberty overnight because at first she was like three foot tall and, and very boyish and yeah. then all of a sudden it was like you're definitely a lady now what happens <laughs> yes well one summer uh, yes. <laughs> that's well, all it takes yeah. But yeah, it, it's very bizarre. She but yeah. became a woman. <laughs> They're all kind of hanging Rats. out. And Some text of rad. The story <laughs> of a sidekick. <laughs> a rad tale. <laughs> yes. Tales rad. from rad. Rad. Rad Gaiden. <laughs> the Chronicles of Rad. <laughs> One girl's journey to become a woman yeah. and to ride bikes. <laughs> but anyway, they hang out. And apparently another thing that happens like anyway. clockwork in this town yeah. is that Officer, they call him Officer Skinhead. Rides up, right? Because the guy's big, bald dude with mustache and mm-hmm. wears sunglasses, like um, like the evil uh, Cool Hand Luke sheriff sunglasses. Yep. Never see his eyes until the very end. Nope. And um, he rides up, sounds a siren for a second. And they're like, "Oh, it's time! It's on! Let's go!" So they all go outside of the shack, get on their bikes, and ride through the lumberyard and have this little cat and mouse game with him. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it's just a thing that they do. And he chases them for a while. They get away. Yeah, which just, logistically makes no sense whatsoever because suddenly he'll be on top of a log pile. Sure. Like the cop, all the cop really has to do is go to the end of the log pile and go, okay, you're caught. Go to jail for being a bike rider. But I never person. got the sense that he was like, you damn kids. I'm going to end your so bikes. Just fucking with I think them. it was just a daily like, I'm going to best you guys. I'm going to mm. beat you on my motor scooter. And you guys, okay. It's girl. a small town cop. And yeah. yeah. He's got nothing better to do. Yeah. Or maybe he was actually you know, secretly mickeying them, like training them because like, you know, he gave yeah. them motivation. He, like, yeah, he could have. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Because towards the end, you know, there's a little bit of a character change for him. But anyway. Yeah, so, a little yeah. bit. But yeah. But yeah, that happens and, you know, crew, it's just crew show the leap. crew's so yeah. good. Well, he leaps over a fence and leaves cop guy on the other side and just kind of high, you know, thumbs up some and like maybe tomorrow, bro. Later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There, there's lots of bros and radicals and bodacious. Oh, and totally. Gnarlies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're so, well placed gnarly early on. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. So they they and ride then he off re- of Yeah, but he realizes he has to go pick up his kid's sister. Yep. Who's school? Who? Busy beating up a ginger kid <laughs> at school. Yeah. Well, because he's, he's wearing reason. whatever the other guy's shirt, Bart uh, Taylor. Yeah, Bart Taylor's shirt, yeah. and he's like. Your your brother's not so good. Bart Taylor beat him any day of the week. Exactly. He's like, keep shut up. That's so good. Yeah. It's uncanny, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, You're just capturing like, these kids like you wouldn't believe. Well, that's kind of how they talked in mm-hmm. wah no. voice. Yes, wah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So, yeah, she starts kicking him in, her sh- in yeah. his shins, and that's when crew rides up and is like, hey, <laughs> stop this terrorism and let's go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Throws her on the back. She's riding the pegs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And brings her home. Where, where we meet where, their mother. Yeah. Played by Talia Shire. <laughs> Talia Wet Blanket Shire. Oh, yeah. I'll give you one guess what kind of character Talia Shire plays in this movie. But Rocky, you gotta get yeah. the brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> she was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but then in the second movie, she wanted him to fight him. I know. In the third, she, she did. wanted money. Yeah. Then they had the house and the robot. So <laughs> one, she was like, "I don't know, go to Russia." Like, yeah, I don't want but, to do this movie. So the kid sister, you know, knows that he's going to try out for Hell Track. Yeah, and he doesn't want the mom to find out, or he wants to be the one to tell her. And so, of course, the kid sister immediately tells the mom, and he picks her up and throws her in a trash can. <laughs> yes, and, and then the locks lid the lid. Yes. 
I also want to point out that like I love the fact that eighties movies like this, the little kid and him and everybody are just like shit. Yeah. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. Shit shit. Yeah. Like, that girl just, curses more than anyone else. I love yeah. it. The little I, girl curses more than anyone else yeah. in the movie. I love that like movies back then were like, Yeah, hey, what? It's not that bad of words. Just right. go ahead. Shit. Yeah. yeah shit shit. Yeah, because that's what kids do. Mm-hmm. Let me out of this shit. Mm-hmm. They realize the word has power. They got to use it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. But, but yeah, so, she's interesting. But yeah, so Tally Shire, of course, is like, no, it's the same day as the SATs. You have to take the SATs. Because your father's Make day, up yeah. SATs, which means he probably failed them the first time. Or, well, because or his father to, died. Yeah. During the SATs? Yes. <laughs> it was a particularly tough year for SATs. Yes, it was really bad that year. That was year. the year they introduced the essay. Uh, okay. Yeah, and they were just killing Dad. fathers left and right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's see. Yes. You got 200 points for a dead father. Yes. Just father to start off is the too dead as <laughs> right. crew as uh-huh. in to uh, not dead. Right, oh, show your work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it... The, this is the only time it's brought up that his dad is dead. Right. And that his dad would have understood. Yeah. But Talia Shire doesn't because she's Talia Shire. Yeah, she's like, you got to take your SATs and make a future. Now, this kid does not seem that bright. No. He seems more like this bicycle thing is his only shot to ever be anything more than a waiter at whatever shitty restaurant he's working in. 100%. Yeah. So why she's determined for him to take the SATs and come back with a 400 score and not get into... Dude, it's time to go to Tulsa Welding School (laughs) if this bike thing doesn't work out. Nashville Auto Diesel College. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that crew. Just solid work. Yeah. It's a solid living, but... But he's like, I want to try to be rad first. And she's like, well, you... <laughs> Go to your room. Yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah, she apparently works like six jobs or something. I don't know. Well, he works two at least. Uh, yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He's a paper route and he does work in a shitty restaurant, oh. busting tables. So mm-hmm. it's the town's nicest restaurant. Well, by the way. Okay. run by the mayor. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. I know. Yep. But, mayor uh, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> so from here they move into the. We need to introduce everyone he's going to be mm-hmm. competing against. So this is when they throw a shitty parade. Oh, it's the worst. Down this little town yeah main street baby street and just like like they've got brad who's the main bad guy quote unquote who's played by one of the olympic bart connor bart connor yeah which you know back in the mid 80s he was was one of those 84 gymnastics yeah he was actually bart in the movie too he was bart taylor instead of bart connor yeah he pulls a tony danza yeah in this one just call me bart yep but uh yeah and so he's he's in the car with the two twin brothers who are also guys who are gleeful at being bad guys. Yeah, Rod and Rex. Yeah. And they're they're like, man, this town's shitty. Yeah, there's a couple of like, cute yeah. girls, but man, look at all these dogs. While they have girls hanging on them. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Bike groupies. They're just bike sluts. Music mm-hmm. video 80s girls. <laughs> they're, the yeah. town, they're the town bike. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone got a turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they just got some rad sluts hanging out in the back seat and rad sluts saying how terrible this town is and they can't wait to be out. Why they build the track here? Yeah, and there's another guy doing stunts on top of a semi truck, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah, uh, I was hoping he would do more than just. Pop I still don't even know who there. that was. Like, did he show? Is he the guy that broke his leg later? Might have been. I think so. Which I need, wasn't explained, but I need to point out that one of those twins, uh, one of the jackass twins, yeah is now a screenwriter who wrote the House of Wax remake and The Conjuring. So... Bamcast alum. Really weird, but yeah. What? And, and first daughter. What? <laughs> wait, wait. He wrote that with Jerry O'Connell? Harlow's beloved first daughter. <laughs> I'm so confused now. was written by one of the dumbass twins <laughs> in red. <laughs> My mind doesn't work right. 
The fat kid from Stand By Me and the, and the <laughs> twin from Rad wrote <laughs> First Daughter. You just dropped a knowledge bomb on him. I'm sorry. I had to you get just, it out there, but it's just... A, man. I know. You gotta soften that blow. I'm yeah, sorry. You just flushed the toilet bowl of his brain right there. I, <laughs> I just had to let you know. You emptied that shit. You needed to know. I do, yeah. but... The other brother, <laughs> next time, the other brother didn't do shit. No, <laughs> he was just like, "Fuck it, I'm out." Other brother, brother <laughs> like, Daryl. Well, the other brother's like, "I was in red. It's all downhill from here, yeah. man." Yeah, drop yeah. the bike. Drop the mic. The bike. <laughs> ah. uh, oh wait, yeah. no, he cover- they write together. Oh, oh. twin writers. Do they also co-write. <laughs> <laughs> twin writers. The actual writing. brothers too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did they also write both write first daughter. Yes, they did. Jer- Jer- yeah. Wait, not oh. the same one. Oh wait, no. You liar, Chuck. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Well, I didn't. You're a dirty liar. Okay. Well, I saw the title I and I figured, liar, it, I figured it was your first daughter. <laughs> no. What? It was not his first daughter. <laughs> no, I'm no. terribly sorry. Oh, Jesus. I'm God, terribly no, sorry. Chuck. He did so write. Any, ha- they did write House of White. There's so many dumpsters in the world. What? So anyway, my God. So anyway, the parade serves to introduce Lori Lachlan. Who is part of the team, but she's just not riding with them. She's in a different car. Driving and they make a point to say that she's like... She's literally the trophy rider. She says, I, I ride only for trophies, yep. and I'm just here for PR. So she's just there to look pretty. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> she is... There are the, no female participants in Hell Track. They're all dudes. Mm-hmm. But all the other ones are literally just bike groupies. She's actually a rider. Yeah. Of some yeah. standing. For tropes. They, they call her the top amateur rider. It's like, doesn't that... Top amateur, amateur, top amateur female, female, rider. female rider. Doesn't that kind of make you a pro when you rank somebody? You can't compete okay. against the dudes, not in the sure. 80s. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Nope. Right. I don't know. <laughs> but either way, like the, there's a thing where there's a lady on the side who has to get home to bake a cake, and so crew... <laughs> Stops the parade to let that lady drive by in the car. He stops it in front of his Lori Lachlan's and mm-hmm. they lock eyes for a minute. And then yeah. he says, oh, God, it's a girl and takes off mm-hmm. as fast as he can. Yeah. And then we find out later that night there's a shitty school dance well, to follow the shitty parade. That's because he has to go hit on the girl, the nondescript girl from his high school oh, who apparently right. he's infatuated with. And uh. his way of doing like... <laughs> He's there like, was there was like one line earlier where he's talking with his his crew, his crew crew, 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 crew and crew. and um, and they're like, oh, you yeah, you have a thing for her, right? And he's like, we have a very special bond, creepy, <laughs> right? And mm-hmm. then so yeah, as she's like trying to walk home, he's doing sweet bike stunts next to her. It's like, look at like, me, look hi, what I can do. Hi. And, and but saying that <laughs> the entire time, yeah. like, hey, hey, look at this, watch, watch me do this. You watch. like this? Yeah. Oh, that's your favorite, right? Ah. <laughs> uh, Hey, so we're gonna we're gonna go to this dance later, and she's just like, "Ew." Yeah, you're gonna pick me up on your bike. So yeah. he's like, "Of course." Yeah, look how rad yeah. I am, and she's like, nah. "She's the one person in town who does not care that there's bike no. anything." No. Well, there's like three preppy kids. Oh yeah. There's like three kids with sweaters tied around their neck who are just like, oh, "I can't oh, wait to go to SMU." Princeton. And they also called him a bunch of juvenile assholes. Yes. At some yeah, because they go ramping through them well, in yeah. the parking lot. Because <laughs> there goes one juvenile asshole. <laughs> yes. And then the other two launch over. I was like, there goes yeah. two and three. Three, three juvenile, juvenile assholes. assholes. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> so, shitty school dance. Yes. Well, well, at the start, which is it's a shitty school by dance. the entire town apparently because like and the BMXers. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, all I didn't the get, was it a, was it was at the school, but I, I got the impression it was a dance in honor of the start of Hell Track, whatever. Whatever they said, school dance. Sure, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's at the school. It's yeah. a, and the promoter guys dance. are like, "All right, let's spike this punch and get yeah. drunk." And the yeah. mayor, mayor's like, "Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. let's drink it up. Sign me up. Fire it up." They're yeah. instantly drunk, and, yes. and all the all the rad mongoose team shows up, and they 
they get into a very 80s dance number. God damn right. They wow. Do. But it is what happens is it it defies description. I'm uh, sure it's on YouTube though. It sure. has to be on YouTube. Imagine the start of the Three Amigos salute and then it sort of degrades into some sort of lombada thing. And the two twin brothers are really kind of gross with this one girl doing this sort of like like I love Lucy mirror thing with Groucho Marx. There's <laughs> Or whatever, or whoever that was. I forget the clip, but yeah, there, there's an Eiffel Tower happening later with those <laughs> that group. <in. laughs> I'm I'm not sure which they're more interested in, each other or the girl. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that's going on with but, them. Wait, 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 that's not just all that's going on. Like they're they're doing all this, but they're also what they're wearing. Oh uh, yeah, basically, like it looks like it sort of might be leftover wardrobe from megaforce yeah it's yeah. like megaforce with bigger shoulder pads i mean it most certainly looks like the costumes it, it was, in v it, for it, it a was fact. probably prototypes for megaforce they were just like this is in the room I, that'll fit those two guys put them on them mm-hmm. yeah like if you if if you're a comic book dork you'll remember colossus in the 80s had that kind of like that v thing with mm-hmm. the big shoulder yeah. pads and the yellow in the middle yeah yeah that's pretty much what they're wearing except it's a full body suit yeah mm-hmm. so yeah and the, and the girl is wearing something until she's wearing some kind of drapery. But then, like, when they get really <laughs> creepy, she, like, takes that off and she's wearing, I don't know, zebra print bodysuit thing when they start getting sandwich yeah. sandwichy dancing with her. Yeah. yeah, she she has, like, a cape and then it becomes yeah. not a cape and it's... But all that's happening. And then um, Bart comes out and does, like, a, a crazy Vogue dance with uh, one of his groovy girls. Yeah. And all, yeah, all that happens, and it's like, wow, this is like the most '80s thing ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not, it's not done. Yeah, no. oh, it's no. not done by a long well, shot. Because Cruz outside, he's been doing bike stunts for nobody out there. Like everyone else is kind of like, yeah, dance is happening. And he's just like a one man bike stunt spectacular mm-hmm. of one. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Around the Corvette that they can yeah. win. Yeah. Like, look what I could do. Yeah, everyone else is like, ooh, check out the interior. Look at this car. And he's just like, look at me. Like, look at me. Stunts. <laughs> I'm bouncing on a tire, y'all. And Lori, Lori Loughlin sees him and is like, I'll be right back. <laughs> apparently, she has her bike stashed nearby. Sure. Because mm-hmm. she rides up and her first her first one-upmanship is that she leaps over his now parked bike. Mm-hmm. Which And then he's just like, I'm in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they both ride into yeah. the and dance. Well, he beckons, she beckons him, mind, him into yeah, the dance. They have not said a word to each other nope. yet. No. Not even in, the, yeah. in the first. They meeting. speak the language of bike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they spoke it. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> this guy, this guy. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you got him all huffy. <laughs> I, hate, I hate you so much. I really do. But yeah, she just beckons him inside, yeah. and of course, he follows both on bikes, and and. This is something else to mention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. During this dance, there's some kind of announcer guy. Yes. DJ. Who's like, Bart and his crew are here. What kind of dance will they do? Yeah. And Check this out. And then, <laughs> oh, there's Christian. Is she going to dance with Bart? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she, Bart's like, fuck this. We're out. Mm-hmm. And the DJ's like, Bart's not going to dance with her. What's happening Who here? Who is this yeah. guy? Did they bring his own announcer? Because as we pointed out several times in this movie, this town is so small, everybody should know everybody. Yeah. Especially crew, who apparently has this grand just paper mill yeah, thing that he route. does. This paper route that yeah. he does that's some Rube Goldbergian thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and this guy's like, who's this mystery fellow? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cue bike dance settings. Because... But, Lights drop, spotlight comes on, and music is ready to play. 
Yeah. Like this was this was bound to happen at this dance. And then what happens next defies comprehension. <laughs> <laughs> it is goddamn glorious is what it is. It is a synchronized bike dancing number in slow motion. Set to Set to Send Me an Angel. Yes. Yeah. The and, entire song. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, just sort of and, imagine like skater slash, like, like ice skating slash dancing moves, but while a bike is going through the scene as the person is on it posing in some sort of like, yeah, I'm ballet dancing, but there's a mm-hmm. bike under me. Yeah. This is like a scene out of Roller Boogie, but mm-hmm. just with bikes. Yeah. And everyone's just like, hey, cool. This is happening. <laughs> Yeah, they're losing their minds. I can't wear her shoes on this floor, but they can ride their bikes in here. Yeah. Fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I, my favorite part of it mm-hmm. is all Lori Lachlan, like them editing footage around the person doing the stunts for Lori Lachlan. Well, they put like a samurai cop wig on a stuntman, oh. and he's just like in a dress doing some fancy shit. Yeah. And <laughs> they make sure to shoot but, like right into the light. So oh, she's that, wearing a smart pantsuit because of mm-hmm. that, the need for the stunt person. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. She like so many of the scenes are just like her torso up posing mm-hmm. while you can kind of see a bike and you'll see, you'll see handlebars every once in a oh, while. I'm sure they built a contraption to like spin a bike yeah, around. Yeah, oh, I'm you sure. can sit on it like, you know, like, the but yeah. And thing. he does a move where he's like laying with his legs across the handlebar and he's just chilling on the back seat and, oh, well, it's, we're it, not even pointing out how absurd this is. The fact that she apparently has done this a lot mm-hmm. because she compliments him on being able to pick up on it right away. Yeah. Which, which again is also goddamn ridiculous that he's just like, Oh, bike dancing. Okay. I'm in, I can do this and totally does mm-hmm. like the, you know, it's that musical kind of moment where just suddenly everyone knows the words and everyone's not surprised that this is happening. I'm getting the impression you've never bike danced before, Chuck. Uh, no, what i've never i've never had the pleasure you lived through somebody, the 80s right i did yes somebody queue up send me an angel right where now. I, I didn't live in a small canadian town oh <laughs> so well, you you were brought up wrong I, apparently mm-hmm. yes this was this this was a revelation to me i'd never seen this part of america before <laughs> even though it's canada yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but we're underselling it it's we, goddamn we, amazing we can't possibly <laughs> i guarantee this on properly. youtube it has to be on youtube there's yeah. If there was ever a reason YouTube was created, it was for this scene. I mean, yeah, and it's one of those like like the end of Megaforce with the barrel roll, where it's just <laughs> like you cannot comprehend that it's happening as it's happening. No. Yeah. It's just like wow. But it's just glorious that it's actually Yeah, you're seeing this. Yeah. It's happening. And Sit yeah, back and let <laughs> let it happen. At first you were laughing at it and then you acknowledged that it was awesome eventually. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, find it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Watch just the whole damn whatever movie we say. Sure, yes, absolutely. Just watch it. the whole damn thing. Yeah. Now, one of Crew's faults is that he can do all these great bike things, yeah. ride up logs, and do sweet s- stunts. But anytime he tries to jump the bike, apparently he gets dizzy and loses his shit and makes the bike fall. Yeah. This was set up in a scene earlier because they have this practice ramp with nasty, moldy mattresses <laughs> to catch their yeah. fall. Right. So yeah, it's he's, a super death ramp is what they have. And he's, he's trying it again, and now, because they're, she's kind of stalking him, Lori Lachlan has shown up. Well, because right after the dance, he's like, I'm out, and just yeah, fucking yeah, that, takes right, off right. as fast yeah. as he can. Yeah, yeah. Like, something came off. Right, yes, because <laughs> he, he needs to go home and take care of something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but, yeah, so he rides off, and she's like, huh, that's weird. That doesn't <laughs> yeah. usually happen after uh, I bike dance with the guy. Right. 
but yeah, so they meet up the next day. He's trying the stunt again, the, the backflip, mm-hmm. and keeps landing on the thing on the on the mattresses. And she's like, "You're thinking too much. Let your let your body lead, and your head will follow, or something mm-hmm. like that." Right. And she also, writes an invoke song as it's happening. It, yeah. <laughs> Don't go chasing waterfalls, <laughs> and we're going to remove these mattresses mm-hmm. because they do. And he falls down once, and then he's like, "Ow, that kind of hurt." All right, let me try again. Hey, I magically have it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. two times. Yep, with the power of Lori Lachlan. Yes. Yep. And then they go on a date. Yes. Yeah, just like that. It's like, oh, you, you taught me to jump. We bike danced. You taught me to jump. Now let's go on a date. Right. By the end of the date, they are in love. Yeah. But we'll mention on this date, mm-hmm. there is a water slide thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a pipe. It's not even really an official water slide. It's like a pipe coming out of the reservoir that goes into the river. Yeah. Like a drainage pipe that apparently is always spouting out water. Mm-hmm. But he tells her, okay, when we ride down this, we call it ass sliding. Mm-hmm. This was set up in a scene earlier with the three kids. They were all talking about going ass sliding. And I, when it was happening, I was like, that can't be what they're saying. They have to be saying something else. And I'm just over. No, nope. I'm just hearing the word ass sliding. Yeah. No, nope. but because well, he specifically sliding. says like, when I go ass sliding, I want it to be with somebody special. Yeah. And, and they just like write off like, okay, bye. Yeah. Fun group. Like, yeah well, yeah. And this was, I think that's that what was we all say. That was also the first time we were sliding. like, wait, that is a girl, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Because <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like the, the third member of his crew. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Wait, she's okay. That is a girl. Yeah. Yeah, because they kind of go off hand in hand. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. they're going ass sliding. But yeah, so, <laughs> yep. so they have an ass slide date. Yeah, yeah they, they do. go ass sliding in the river. fully clothed. They just land in the river, and yeah. then they're playing on the rocks and splashing Playing on these very dangerous looking rocks. Yes. And her her first thing is like she picks up a rock and throws it behind him. It's like, ha ha, I splashed you, <laughs> even though we're completely soaking wet from jumping completely into the river. And then he chases her across <laughs> these jagged rocks. It looks like he's going to tackle her, yeah, and they're just really going to both be like cheese grated. Just... The- just skin ripped off of them but <laughs> no they just catch each other and then suddenly that like that moment is the moment it's like they're in love they're uh-huh. they're mm-hmm. cuddling and just you know like yeah. it ends with a kiss and it's just like oh okay well, movie romance generally I cuddle yeah. after ass like I don't know about you <laughs> so I just like to get the hell out <laughs> <laughs> feel kind of cheap yeah, you're, a, you're an ass slide and run guy huh? yeah just tell her yeah. to leave the money on the dresser right I just gotta <laughs> right yeah she pays me to ass slide <laughs> <laughs> Every time. See how I roll reverse that? Yes. Did that on purpose. Anyway. Yep. So after this, it's qualifying time. Yes. Which we're told he has to win. He has to place. Which we think, this is, we think this is Hell Track because it's just like, it's like some roped off things down this little well, ravine. They keep talking and, about Hell Track. Well, there's rocks and uh, some water and like People everyone's crashing into each other. It's yeah. like, and, like, this is the dangerous. The whole fucking town is there. Yeah. And, yeah it's right by the yeah. river. We're like, wow, Hell Track is Hell Track. really just your town. Sure. <laughs> so, it's yeah. just a roped off part of town. Kind of insulting to the town. Yeah. But he has to come in at least third in order in all three races yes. to get enough points to qualify. Sure. So like, all right. Well. So he... Yeah, I think it's third, second, and second, or something like that. Yeah. Or third, third, and second. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. whatever it takes. Either way, <laughs> you know, they do a whole bunch of heats, and his friend gets his like gets knocked off his bike and bends the rim, so he's out. Mm-hmm. But and he he makes the place he needs to make in each race. Yeah. I think he said what third, second, second, something like that. But the thing is, he cheats in every single race. But before that, like we have to point out during his before his very first race. Apparently, some of the other fellow BMXers, or maybe it's some of his friends, are kind of rooting for him right off the bat, obviously, because he's the hero of the movie. But we get a quite literal, like, one guy goes, hey, good luck, crew, yeah. sticks his thumb yep. out. Yep. And at first, I think he almost, like, screws it up because he's just going to, like, bump it. Fist bump it. But yeah. he, at the last second, like, puts up his thumb, and they crash and burn. Crash and burn. 
They literally crashed and burned before the first before race. There was yep. a, and before there was a crash and burn. <laughs> yeah, you, sh- Started with rad. Sh- okay, I'm just saying. No. Okay. <laughs> no, Chuck. All right. I'm just trying to give Hal Needham credit. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's a crash and burn before the first race. Yeah. Yep. Yes, he, we get this very long version of a song that's almost Stargrove-y because it's like, oh, it's give pretty, it your best. and You've got thunder in your heart. Yeah, thunder yeah. in your heart. <laughs> Does that mean you have a heart condition? No. No. It means you're the hero. You're oh, like, you have a powerful heart. Right? Yeah, you're like, okay. you're like Val Kilmer. Yeah. Thunderheart. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Deep oh. cuts. Deep cuts. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, he. But, yeah, he qualifies. Win, he wins, sort Despite of. Despite cheating in every he race. Does, and taking shortcuts. He does. Going yeah. on the on the gravel and not the track, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. off-road. So, of course, he's going to be able to go faster. And, yep. 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 He's a dirty cheater. And <laughs> as his friends are lifting him up, who does he see? Well, because as his mom was ironing the the family clothes, she's like, I'm going to turn on the bike race. Turns it yep. on, and like immediately, it's just convenient time. It's just like, and now here's local Newcomer, 17-year-old crew Jack Jones. Face, and here he is. And, yeah. and she's like, what? <laughs> yep. But yeah. So as his friends are lifting him up, he's like, put me down, put me down, put me down. <laughs> oh, God. Because, <laughs> it's my mom. <laughs> yeah. And she's got a giant wet blanket she's about to toss. <laughs> I'm on me. fire. <laughs> Mom's <laughs> about to put me out with your wet blanket. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. You know, she's like, You're supposed to be taking the SAT today. And he's like, Mom, I'm fucking stupid. All right. <laughs> All I know how to do is ride a bike. Look at how I spell my name. C R U. It's not even right. Yeah. For God's sake. He's like, I can take the SAT anytime I want. I can be 40. I'll take it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not leaving this town, yeah. Mom. This is the only chance I get to yeah. do this. He's like, I just won $10,000. Just won $10,000. I just won $10,000. I'm now in the top 20 to potentially win $100,000. Yeah. I'll take the test in six months. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's basically his logic. It's finally goes like, look, I was one in 1,000. Now I'm one in 20. Yeah. Fuck off, Mom. Right. <laughs> Finish your goddamn ironing. And he does have a point. She's like, well, you have to promise me you'll take the SAT in six months. And he's like, yeah, fine. sure, yeah. fine. I'll Go fail away. on a second time. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. We'll Come spend mind. the $100 to take the test again and yeah. waste it. Why don't we just set it on fire? <laughs> I'll take it out of my ten grand. Right, yes. How much are you going to pay me to take the SAT in six months, Mom? Mom? I got a 400 on my SAT. That's what? That's combined. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That's for my name yeah. and my dead dad. Yeah. I put dead dad in there and they gave me 300 points. That was only one good for one time. And I took a nap. <laughs> so, next day, they're back in the town. And, you know, city manager guy has mm-hmm. just the whole time been, like, telling his sidekick. He's like, who's who's this guy? Who's he race for? Who's his sponsor? Who, what's his team? All that. And right. Because like, oh, I don't know. I didn't have time to find out. So he finally tracks him down and gets him to meet him in the car. Mm-hmm. And he basically gives him the sales pitch where he's like, you know, he's all, give us all this money and you'll get a sponsorship. And as it turns out, as we find out, we don't know this at the time, but a few scenes later, we find out that he asked crew to throw the race. Yeah. To which crew obviously told him, go to hell. Right. There's no way. I don't want to take the SAT. Yeah. Yeah, if I throw the race, I have to take the SAT. So fuck you, guy. Which is a fate worse than death. Yes. Throw race is to... Yep. (laughs) Fail is less than take SAT. Damn it. I don't know. Math hard. Fuck you. Yeah. So he... But yeah. He's crew magnet. (laughs) Uh, 
God. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's shot this guy down. Yeah. Totally and then shows up to do his practice round the next day, mm-hmm. or, or whatever it is, practice whatever it is that they do, practice heats or something. Yeah, just and picture day. The guy behind, you know, the guy behind the thing's like, "Oh, uh, crew, well, what team are you with?" And he's yeah. like, "I don't have a team. I'm my own team. I'm, I'm just here for I qualified." Yeah. And then there's no lion team. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then so sneaky sidekick gets to come up and be like. Oh, well, you know, there was a recent rule change where you have to have a sponsor in order to race. He quotes <laughs> Helltrack rule number 842, section F, bravo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I think yeah. that was the second rule change because the bravo was like, oh, it also has to be this. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they... So they basically changed the rules to disqualify crew. Yeah. Since he wouldn't join their team. Because, he, he, yeah, he doesn't have a sponsor. So, yeah. therefore, you're out. They're like, yeah. And he immediately, Sorry. he immediately goes and mopes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's his response for everything. Sure. Mope. No. I guess the world runs on money. I yeah. should just take the money and be a money guy and have money. Meh. And because the 80s movie, you know, Lori Loughlin is immediately like, yeah, I thought I was wrong about you. Yeah, yeah we're gonna part ways for yeah. five mm-hmm. minutes. You're just like everyone else and broke, yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. leaving. But he comes up with the idea <laughs> to make his own team, his own sponsorship. I really don't know what the genesis of that was. Didn't he just like, the, all the, like his eh? sister comes in with oh, a the with a shitty yeah. shirt? It's like here, I think you're rad. It, it says like crew is yeah. rad on it, and and he's like fuck your shirt, get out of here. And his friends are like, no, that's a good idea. I want one of those. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I would buy one of those. He's like, what? So they take over the school. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think in exchange for doing people's homework, yep. they take over like the home ec area and yeah. start making. I think shirts. they were like child laboring some shirts yeah. by doing their homework. Like we will pay you in doing your homework for right. you. I think yeah, that's I mean, what was happening. I hope crew wasn't the one doing their homework for him. Cause he's fucking dumb. <laughs> no, so I think no, he was just somebody, standing there modeling. Somebody smart walked up and said, I, I did it like you would do it. So I got a couple wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or something like yeah. that. So it would look real. <laughs> nice. Yeah. They're like nerds on the team, whatever yeah, yeah. doing it. So but they've made rad racing shirts. Right. Dude, and I set up shop. One of those shirts. I, someone has to print those still. I get some, one of the stupid t-shirt sites has yes. to have them. I will, I, I will buy one of those red shirts. Yeah. That is I'm, awesome. Yeah. I'm sure they exist. But yeah, so they have a team now and their next day they're at a booth selling shirts and the guys are like, you know, and then of course the sleazy manager guy comes up and he's like, oh, how many shirts you guys sold? How much did they cost? You know, and the <laughs> We've sold 49 annoying shirts. sisters. Yeah, we sold 49 shirts and they're 10 bucks a piece. <laughs> Oh, so that's $490. Well, let's check the rule book. (laughs) Yeah, and he goes, hmm, that means you only need to sell (laughs) $49,510 worth more to qualify. And they're like, what? And Mm he's like, yeah, there's been a recent rule change. (laughs) Sponsors have to to be sponsoring you for at least $50,000. He's like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I will punch you. Yeah. And the little girl starts kicking the one day, kicking yeah. the sidekick in the yeah. shins. And Drew, of course, takes I think, off. I think like, he limps uh, for the rest of the movie, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe he does. <laughs> nice. But yeah, crew takes off. He's like, uh, this is the worst. <laughs> and Yep. Yeah. And, and basically breaks up with Lori Lachlan again. Because mm-hmm. she's like, God, you're such a quitter. And he's yeah. like, oh, they're kind of screwing us over here. Yeah. yeah. Well. 
And then the next day, he does his like paper delivery victory lap. I don't know what I forgot what clicks in him to make him go. I'll just do this. But yeah, he does the paper route and does it right. And does it in the at the time he wanted to finish. And everyone's like, "Yay, local kid!" Did he did he know he was going to be in the race that day? No, he was just doing it to to just to be out of his just to show he was still good at something. I'm rad. Yeah. And that's when the town has another town well, meeting. Well, the lady who is always at the end of the, like, yeah. oh, you didn't quite make it, like, sees him and she's just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because everybody it. finds their paper there before they get there. Right. And they're like, oh. Well, I think my favorite was Ray Walston's looking around, like, he's, he's expecting, yeah, his, he's his, expecting his, his donuts his and coffee, coffee to get yeah. knocked out again. And, and they, they don't. And he's like, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they have a town he, meeting. He's, he's built up a little bit of animosity towards now to, um, Best the bad guy. Well, he saw them bullying the the bullying crew, stand yeah. of the t-shirts, and he was just like, "So capitalism at work, huh?" Man, you know, he's just like, mm-hmm. "I don't much care for this." Um, but yeah, so there's a, there's another town meeting where everyone's just like, "Let them play," you know. It's it's yeah. <laughs> let the local kid in, and they're just like, "Well, we need fifty thousand dollars, and he's only got four hundred ninety dollars." Mm-hmm. So they yeah, just start. People are, people are walking up like giving him six hundred. Well, bucks, the yeah, cop bucks. comes up. The cop from oh. earlier for the bike. Yeah, just gives gets up there and he's just like, you know, I've been chasing these kids around and for <laughs> years. I've watched them grow up. <laughs> yeah. And what exactly does he say at the very end of the speech? Well, he takes a where he's Jack like, Palance like breath and then just goes, he's just like, oh, if if you guys don't pull together for, for him, for crew and everything, you just have to live with it or something yeah, like yeah, that. He does. He lives with, yeah, live with yeah. it. Yeah. And they're all just like, Oh, I'll shit. give six hundred dollars yeah. to crew, and so they rate. They get they get to a certain point, and they're like, "Oh, we're still twenty seven thousand short." <laughs> right, and that's when Cut Ray Walston is like, "Hmm." <laughs> next up, yeah. next next scene is, oh, we have a late entry. Yeah, where they're doing their their TV interview with Duke, <laughs> yeah, the sleazy guy, and you know, it's it's suddenly they're handed a note mid broadcast, yeah, and. Duke angrily gets up and leaves with his sidekick to yeah. figure out a way to screw take him care out of, of this. And then he finds Ray Walston. And he's, he's like, where'd he get that money? And, you know, Ray Walston's like, well, I brought $27,000 worth of t-shirts. How about that? Mm-hmm. He's like, you, but you're not going to get any money. You want 50% of nothing. Is he's like, <laughs> well, I have a feeling when he beats your kid, these t-shirts are going to be worth a lot. You should mm-hmm. probably go buy all you can because it'll be worth a lot tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the kid, he tells me, he's like, you just don't get it. And he goes, Duke, get this. <laughs> and just flicks him off yep. right in his face. Yep. Oh, Ray Walson has a powerful middle finger. It's very he it's does. a very good it's, gesture. It is he great. does it right. Yeah. He doesn't do like the full knuckle organized one. It's just a fist and a finger. It's just like <laughs> yeah, get fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he gives him the finger and then <laughs> the next thing this begins like this, this is, is a, a, a one, two, three punch oh, right God. here. This These is, are this is three scenes yeah. in <sighs> sequence. <laughs> we've got that, which it's really we were just four. Because I mean, like, if you start with the cop going, like, you'll live yeah, with it. That's yeah, that's true. And then like he gets the, the bad guy gets flicked off. Yep. Yeah. And then now, for whatever reason, Lori Laughlin has shown up to watch the race, and I, she, I think she's she, in a rock star jumpsuit. Yeah, I think she was supposed to like actually come up for. She probably got some trophy. They said she did. Yeah, yeah, she got a. But she's wearing basically a superhero outfit. It's yep. this yeah. bizarre, like skin tight racer thing yeah it's it's like this total v shape with mongoose written it's on it it's another awesome mega force yeah it, it's just yeah put Lori Laughlin hey, in that yes Lachlan absolutely in it. Yeah. good idea sign me up mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, so she just pops up out of nowhere. Yeah. She's and, like, and hey, this is crew. As Duke is, or crew is trying to get to his, rolling his bike up to the start line. Yeah. And he goes, man, what I wouldn't give to be ass sliding with you right now. <laughs> Serious face. And she's just like, I know. She, she's, she's just, just like, by it too. Yeah. She's just like, like, oh, she's yeah. like, I know. <laughs> Every time I've used that line, it has not gone nearly that well. <laughs> so okay, this is this is three things in a row now where we're just like, oh god, <laughs> just yeah. you're taking the breath out of us, movie. Please, and he keeps rolling, and the cop is over there. And and this is when he takes off his sunglasses. It's like he's yeah. like he's like yeah. it's time to get real. I'm going to address you. The mirror shades come off. He's like, mm. Hey kid, I gotta talk. To you. <laughs> yeah, this is from the heart. Yeah, you can do it, kid. <laughs> Go balls out. <laughs> It's like what? That was when what? I tapped out. That's when I was like, I can't handle this. It's I like, cannot possibly handle what this. What did he say? He told he him to go balls out. <laughs> and this uh, is literally thirty seconds after he just said what I wouldn't give to be ass sliding with you right now. Like from that to just wham, just go balls out. It's just like what? Who wrote this down on a piece of paper? Yeah, and then they just and then they A-genius, stonewall yeah. it. They stonewall it after that by introducing <sighs> every single racer. Every in the single race. one of the twenty racers. Yeah, because I, I'm I guarantee they're all like real BMX Absolutely, racers probably. at the time. Yes. but because they're all like goofy, and some of them are like, <laughs> like yep, yep, you know, pointing out at the audience, and some are like, hey, <laughs> I'm in a movie. Hi. And <laughs> the, but they introduce all of them. Yeah. And then, but we're at Helltrack now. Yeah, we get to see Helltrack. This is Helltrack. Wait, wait, this is Helltrack. Yeah, Helltrack's kind of awesome. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, Helltrack. (laughs) I mean, it's like a freaking ninety degree drop Mm -hmm. off the start. Yeah, I mean, it it looks like they built like one of those like motocross things you see in the center of like the monster trucks or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, there's hills and turns and craziness, valleys and jumps and. A bowl of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is literally a bowl of cereal. Yeah, kicks they in were, the middle. There was a there was a scene earlier that was really just there so that crew could eat a bowl of kicks. Yeah, complete showing the box and everything, mm-hmm. and then there like a bowl you would have in a race as a obstacle has a spoon coming out of it that mm-hmm. they ride up and balance on the spoon and get out of it, and it's a kicks bowl. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kid tested, mother approved, and again, kicks. yeah. Yeah, and and but but before this, Duke had told the two twins, "Yep, Rod your job Rex. is to take that guy out." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he told Bart, Bart, "Your job is to win." Yeah, it becomes a karate kid. Yeah, here it's just like you know, first yes. he suffers, then he suffers some more. So it's like you guys take him out, and but you can see Bart sort of like I don't know, well, I, just, I could probably yeah, after, beat him on my own. After the guy leaves, he's just like, "This is bullshit." Yeah, and but. Rod and Rex are just like whatever, man. We're fucking rad. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. A right house of yeah. Sweet so, <laughs> so from this point, it's just the entire race. Yeah, it's oh. every it, like yes, it's it is. three laps. <laughs> no, it's more than that. It's like five or six. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. However many it is, yeah, it's a lot of them. <laughs> and it's basically Bart and Bart and crew trading off in yeah. the first place, and people getting wiped out. Yeah, crew eats it like one time, pretty good. Yeah, eventually crew up, starts yeah. getting knocked out. All of a sudden, he's like riding with the thunder as he's like catching back up to mm-hmm. second place. Yep. Yeah, and and on the final lap, crew stops. Oh, Bart stops. Or, or sorry, yeah, yeah. Bart stops because crew actually or Bart actually takes out the two twins, right? Who are in second and third place. Like, yeah, basically knocks them over, and then waits for crew to catch up, mm-hmm. and then takes off. 
And the announcer's like, he's waiting for him. He wants to take Bard one-on-one. One-on-one. So and that's the dumbest thing he could have done because yep. he loses. <laughs> yep. Because he loses. Not only that, like, crew 180 jumps over the final jump through the finish line mm-hmm. just to show off, I guess, which, yeah. really, come on, hero guy. That's not really how the hero is supposed to win. Win gracefully. Well, he also did his dumbass flip at one point during the race. Yeah, he cheated yeah, during he the cheated. main race again. <laughs> yep, yeah. he cheated. And they pointed out, they were like, he took a shortcut, that old man wanted a shortcut. Yeah. yeah. And also the announcer's like, eat your heart out, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He just had a backflip. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Yes. Known for his backflips on a bike. Nimble backflipper. <laughs> like Rey Mysterio. Yes. <laughs> always on 80s. a bike, always flipping around. <laughs> yes. That sounds exactly like him. Yeah. And, you know, hooray, crew wins. Sure. And Bart sort of like tells Rod and Rex to fuck off. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he just sort of walks over to crew and he's just like, hey, you won. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I totally did. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like, he goes, good race. And he goes, yeah, it was a yeah. good race. And they shake hands. <laughs> and the sport's been like. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you know. And he goes, he yeah, goes, I guess I need a new team. Yeah. yeah. I think you're out of job, right? And yeah. they're like, you can join Red Racing. Yeah. And they pick up Bart's bike. Freeze frame. Yeah, and cheer. And then credits over more bike stunts. Oh. <laughs> yep. Just time to get more bike stunts. Yeah. And the awesome Thunder in Your Heart song. Thunder in your heart is rising. Shall we rate it? I mean, first off. Doesn't Stargrove enough to Stargrove? Uh, n- not really. No. By no. definition, By no. By definition, no. But and the soundtrack's awesome. The soundtrack, the songs are awesome. Yeah. The soundtrack is like mid-80s comedy. No, the soundtrack's porn. pretty. It's, it's soundtrack. like, like a comedy <laughs> During saxophone. the race, it was kind of awesome, the Helltrack yeah. race, because yeah. like Chuck said it best. There was one point where he was like, <laughs> he just perfectly said it, because like the saxophone kicks in, and he's like, and the Saturday Night Live man. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded yeah, like. like. It was just it like, sound like at the height of them just going yeah. off during the opening theme. Because it really was yeah. like, they, they go, G.U. Smith, and then all of a sudden yeah. the rest of the band goes crazy. Yeah. And the Saturday Night Live band. <laughs> yeah, that's what the music's like. It's kind of dumb, but it's also, it yeah, works. But earlier on, it doesn't work nearly as no. well, well as it did during that the stuff. music that always plays when he's trying to do his jump is the corniest goofiest yeah. hero dumbass music that it's it's never played it's only when he's attempting that jump it's okay. really strange see but, that's what i'm talking about okay yeah that stuff like that just annoyed me <laughs> okay yeah but the whimsical yeah. music okay. yes mm-hmm. no all right so overall the music's great but no stargrove good good soundtrack though. yeah mm-hmm. rest of the ratings yeah rest mm. of the ratings Shall I break the ice? Yeah. Go ahead, okay. Icebreaker. All right. Well, to be fair, as I've stated on this podcast, I have seen this movie, not exaggerating, at least 50 times, at least 50 times, probably closer to 100. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen this movie in, in 25 years. <laughs> this was this was a early, like, you know, HBO dub kind of tape thing that friends and I watched afternoon after afternoon after afternoon and, and along with another rotation of movies. Mm-hmm. It was like watching this movie for the first time. That's how little I remembered of this movie, even despite mm-hmm. seeing it that many times. All that being said, in today's eyes, after over 200 episodes of the Banff cast, I can't quite give this a five jocks. It's not It's not quite there, despite so many strong moments. I'm giving it a four. There's a lot of strong there. There's a lot of downtime in the middle where it's like crew is being whiny and he's not... I mean, you know, it's unfortunate. Like, it's like he cheats. It's he's like hard to be like a good like. I am truly rooting for you because I don't feel like he deserves it. But there is so much other good stuff going on in this, mm-hmm. and like the bike dance is amazing and worthy of a jocks or two by itself. Much less that like one, two, three, four combo at the end. Mm-hmm. 
that's a strong rate. You know, that, that, that makes me want to give it a higher rating just because it's like how hard those hit you. But I have to be realistic and say it's, it's not a five jocks movie. There's a lot of downtime. So. Okay. How about you, Chuck? I don't think there's a lot of downtime in this at all. I think there was more downtime in action Jackson than there is in this. Um, I think that the highs of this movie are fucking amazing and it doesn't really hit lows. I mean, it's like, I know it's going for this sort of generic stock plot of, you know, hometown boy makes good kind of thing, but I don't care. That's what I fucking wanted from a bike movie called rad. So five jocks, that's the, the, the four punch there at the end was just like putting a period at the end of the sentence because the, the bike dance itself was just like, Whatever. It's a two jocks moment, at least. Yeah, I mean, like whatever else this movie wants to do, I'm in because this is great. This is the dumbest, greatest thing I've ever seen this week. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah, I, I'm I feel confident, and this is a, a good bad movie. Yeah, oh, it definitely I'm, is. Yeah. I'm with Harlow on the four. Mm-hmm. I can't put my finger on why it's not a five, but it's close. It's really close. I mean, the bike dance alone, like I said, two jocks. There's a couple jocks just for the craziness of lines that happens right before that final race. I, I think I think one of the weird things I, I think I put kind of might have put my finger on it now that we're comparing it to the Karate Kid is that the the evil BMXers never really have much of a chance to be evil other than like this place is a dump, this place sucks. Yeah, they never taunt or challenge them outside yeah, no. of the of the race. Yeah, and it's left to uh, yeah. I was gonna say that where, where they yeah. don't. They don't make them bad enough, right? Because it's Bart Connor, and they like they have to bring him over to the good side by the end of it. Right. You know, like because if you were if you were on that Olympic team, you had to be one of the good guys by the end of the movie. You couldn't be the bad guy the whole time. Well, they don't go far enough with the girls or the twins either. Like the girls have that scene where they go into a dress shop and they're just like, "Ew, this stuff's gross," and then they're like, "This dress is okay." And it's like, <sighs> yeah, I'm supposed they, to be just... rooting against you guys, and you're not really going for it but yeah stronger bad guys sure that's what we want sure yeah i just think too much focus on the the head guy he should have been more silent you know evil like the you know the karate instructor guy you need to be more like you know him yeah so whatever that's still it's still strong it's awesome and it's worth watching just for those scenes and i'm i'm with you chuck i don't think there's that much downtime in this movie Mm -mm. at all like like i i think it keeps moving pretty oh yeah it's it's definitely quickly it's definitely tight i'm just saying like I don't mean downtime, maybe like lower, lower moments in the second act. Well, I well, just, it's all downhill after that bike dance. Sure. So. But I just think like anytime there's even just a dumb moment of nothing where it's just like, we want a table at your shitty diner, you know, and the mayor owner goes over and just kicks off the heroes from their table mm-hmm. and just puts down a sign that says minimum $5. And they're just like, well, I guess we got to go. I mean, that's goofy enough to be, okay, this is moving along. This mm-hmm. is something happening. It's not just people sitting and talking. Right. So yeah. that's why I was okay with the not big stuff because mm-hmm. the little parts were still goofy. Yeah. Yep. So it's good. I All liked right. It. it was rad. Rad. <laughs> it really was rad. Yeah. Bodacious. It was right. ass slidingly rad. <laughs> well, let's take a break, shall we? <laughs> All right. Yeah.
All right, welcome back. Hey, second half. Second half. BJ's still not here. Oh, yeah, he's not. No, nope. he? nope. Okay, so he'll be back next week, maybe. So I, I watched a couple of movies. Um, they're both movies I've seen before, but I'm going to talk briefly about them. Okay. I went and saw Gravity again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a strange, you know, it was a strange day where it was like. I was hanging out with my mom in honor of her birthday, and she was like, I've been wanting to see this Gravity movie everyone's talking about. I was like, I like that movie. Let's go see that. But we're going to see it right in IMAX 3D. So you did go back down to the giant IMAX 3D? That's awesome. To the real, actual IMAX 3D. And that movie is just as good the second time. Like, still, everything is intense. It's still awesome. I still left that movie tired. (laughs) Just everything everything was still good about it. So still a great movie and holds up. Uh, the other movie I watched, I, I was kind of having a mini George Clooney weekend um, because I also, yeah, um, I also decided to introduce T. Strell to Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Oh, um, because I know he loves uh, crazy people movies, like you know something where you're not sure if the narrator is unreliable telling, narrator. Yeah, unreliable narrator movies. He loves that stuff and and things like that. So mm-hmm. I was like. I don't know how we stumbled upon it, but it was one of those, like, I was like, hey, is this on Netflix? No. And then it was like, you might also like this. And I was like, have you seen this? No. Okay. You you will like this because you like the unreliable unreliable narrator mm-hmm. movies. So mm-hmm. I I love that movie. I still I, haven't seen it. Absolutely. I don't love know how movie. I haven't seen it, but. Um, there There is one section of the movie. I, I wish I wish there's some way you could make this one section of the movie the end of the movie, but it, it just wouldn't work. But. It, it, there's this one like ten minute section of the movie that is just so absolutely brilliant, and and unfortunately there's no way to end the movie with it because it has that, it has that build up like uh, another movie I know you haven't seen Requiem for a Dream, mm-hmm. like the end of Requiem for a Dream is just such a, it just hits you so hard, and then it's like movie over and you're just left like, oh, like, and then mm-hmm. there's a point in, in Confessions of the Dangerous Mind where it does that where it's like it's just ramping up and then unfortunately it has to still kind of wrap some things up and, but so it Spielberg's it. A little bit, like I mean, you know, it's it's necessary. Like I, I don't see any way that you could wrap wrap it up with that intensity, unless it was just like I don't know, maybe he's crazy. Who knows? But yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's a it's a it's a great movie, and I, I I love their um I love their use of practical sets in that movie because they will they will shoot a scene and not make any qualms about how they hid the the um not cutting, you mm-hmm. know, like just literally moving a scene out of the way, yeah, you know, and just kind of keep going into the next thing and they they don't try to hide it very well it's it's supposed to be that you're being taken through this through an unre- unreliable narrator so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just I, I i don't can't tell you how many times i've seen that movie and it just seems like it gets better and better and sam rockwell we, you know we love yep. him so always a sign of quality on netflix if you if you haven't seen it all right it's good stuff i'll see it chuck see hmm. anything we're talking about nah nah hmm. me neither been going through more of season five of twenty five or twenty four. That's hard <laughs> oh. to say. Yeah, where are you at? That's now? a good season. Some things have happened. Okay, Robocop's yeah. on it now. So is uh, yeah. so is Warlock. Yes. So yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's good. You're season. in the thick of it now. Yeah. Thanks. Fucking Robocop and Warlock doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, season yeah. five's good. That's oh, so good. But yeah, uh, the, the your drinking game of uh, uh, <laughs> God, now it just went out of my mind. The, with all due respect. Oh. They were hitting it hard in the last several episodes. <laughs> yeah. Like every time they talked to the president, it's like they yeah. couldn't say anything. With all due respect, sir. <laughs> like You're fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, eventually there's an immediate like, with all due respect, President Logan, you're an asshole. <laughs> yep. So's your wife. <laughs> oh, that's right, the crazy wife. Yes, crazy oh. wife. Oh. Season it's, five it, is that season that's so, so good. It's so annoying that they, they keep almost making her redeemable and it's like, God, just go away. 
the Logans need to they, die. <laughs> they eventually justify her being okay. on the show. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. yeah. It's going to be worth it. Okay. It's all going to be worth it. I, 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 on that, I'll just go off on a tangent. I, I've season three of Homeland, which is by the most of the 24 creative team, uh, has gone off the rails like 24 would normally do mm-hmm. where they just like are following these supporting characters and their dumbass bullshit that has nothing to do with the plot. And it's just like, Oh God, you've totally 24 this. And then they like, they just throw a plot twist in all of a sudden that changes everything. And you're like, you just thought that shit up like a day ago. Didn't you? That was yeah. not the plan all along. Mm-hmm. And, but then they just follow it up with something so awesome. You're just like, fuck yes, whatever you want to do. I'm with you. Let's just go. I mean, from a longtime sci-fi fan, I, I love the fact that like, we were like, Oh my God, Mark Shepard's so evil. And then it's like, not nearly as evil as yeah. Warlock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of great because, yeah. like, you know, he's Mr. Show Up and everything. Oh, but. God. Yep. This season's so good. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Digress. Anyway. So, email time. Sure. No voicemails this week. Nope. It's all emails. And we're actually catching up. There's some that this one I'm going to read is almost a month old. So I don't know what happened. I took off. We wanted to pa- wait for you. Didn't cast for a while. And we're like, eh, we'll get back to it. So anyway, this one's uh, from Drew from Pittsburgh. Okay. It says, hey, guys, it's Drew from Pittsburgh. Huh. I've been listening for a really long time. And this is the first time I've ever felt the urge to give you guys a suggestion or three. One, I know you guys watched a bunch of the anti-Sedaris movies, but if the Law of Diminishing Returns applied to all of them, I'm curious as to why you didn't watch the first entry, Malibu Express. No cancer snake, but it's definitely the closest to having a coherent plot, and it's definitely in your wheelhouse. Harlow watched it. I did. Yeah. Yeah, after, watched after, it after we watched uh, um, Hard, to, Hard Ticket to Hawaii, I went back and watched that one. And it's weird. That that movie feels like a 70s porn without the porn. I mean, there's nudity in it, but it's like everything about it feels like a 70s porn. Yeah, I mean, that one has the highest nudity quotient for sure. Probably, yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's I mean, it's, it's, it's really bizarre because it's somewhere between a 70s porn and like a Burt Reynolds movie. Like, it's it's hard okay, to explain. Okay, go on, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's is the, leather chair girl. In it? It's it's kind of the <laughs> one where, so. isn't it kind of the one also where the dude is the main character yes. as opposed to yes. the ladies being the yeah. main characters? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The dude is very Burt Reynolds like. Yeah, yeah. It, it just we. It's, it's cancer it, snake. We had to start there. It yeah. was just like if yeah. you watch any of these, you have to start with. Yeah, we had no Hawaii. idea we were going to continue down that path. Yeah. It was just like we bought the set because it was like $8. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we we're like, well, this is the one we want to watch. Right. And then I was like, well, that was pretty good. wonder how the first one was. Besides the second one basically negates the first one entirely anyway. And it was just like, none oh, of them, none of them really have that much to do with the other. No, but then the yeah. first one was be like, oh, that guy was an actor. He's not really, you know, yes. the real, whatever his dumbass name was. And yeah. Um, mm-hmm. God, he's got that, whatever Shane that recurring character. Something. Yeah. Uh, They're all terrible shooters. Yeah. yeah. God, it just went They're all brothers. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Abernathy? One day no. we might no. go back, but, you know, we'll see. Oh, we'll go back. We're definitely going back. Yeah. I'm not done with those yet. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> I'm talking about going back to Malibu Express. Oh, yeah, we could. Yeah. Yeah. If it's been long enough, but we'll see. I've probably forgotten most of it, so let's go for it. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> second, maybe there's some kind of ground rule forbidding it, or it's too close to one of your hearts, but Godzilla versus King Ghidorah from 1991. Great music, ridiculous plot that includes time travel and retcons the creation of Godzilla to include a data ripoff and Steven fucking Spielberg, and the most hysterical dubbing this side of Inframan. I wholeheartedly love this movie. I think you meant data. <laughs> oh, yeah, data. I know, the way re- you're reading it, it, data would make sense, but yeah, data. Prince Spiner? Yeah. Oh, yeah, don't pull a Pulaski. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> Star Trek. We, mm-hmm. yeah. 
we're we're going to start Godzilla movies at some point. We're going to throw them in there. And I, I, I well, it's mostly near and dear to your heart more than the rest of us, I think. Yeah, but I, they are good bad movies. I mean, like the first one is a sort of serious, like, oh god, look what we did to the world. We're we're gonna you know beat ourselves up about it by doing this but then the rest of them just get goofy i think that a good starting point for us is going to be the 80 the 85 movie because it basically treats it like the first movie happened mm-hmm. but none of that other shit happened none of the goofy yeah and, and i actually yeah. saw that in the theater yeah back in 85 yeah and i was like what the hell is I, I think that's the easiest place for us to start because they're they're kind of good after that. Not great good, but, you know. Wasn't there one called, like, Godzilla 2000 or something? Yeah. 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 And I have I have that criterion of the original, but the original is, like, deathly serious. Yeah. So. Yeah. I remember BJ went and saw it when he was up in Virginia or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it was just like, man, that's, that's, that's a rough movie. Mm-hmm. Especially if you watch the original Japanese version, because they, they put some kind of goofy stuff in the English language version, but yeah. the original Japanese version is just dark. It's yeah. not a feel-good monster movie at all. Mm-hmm. It is, man. We are sorry about World War II. Look what we're doing to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, it's going pretty bad. So, but yeah, we're we're gonna get in that universe hopefully soon. Yeah, and uh, his third recommendation is only the strong. I think enough I, people yeah. have recommended only the strong. I don't need to read his description of no, it. I, but we're, it's on the list. <laughs> he says he wants March to Costco's. So, could happen. It could happen. And he says, thanks for all you guys do. Even Chuck, crash and burn. <laughs> Drew from Pittsburgh. You're apparently pretty popular here. In Pittsburgh? Yeah, in Pittsburgh. Sweet. So who knew? That's because we live in Pittsburgh South. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Abilene is the last name. Abilene. I looked it up too. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling the fans. Okay. Oh, yes. The fawn. Yeah. <laughs> so. so. Yes, fine uh, recommendations all. Yes. Uh, next one is David. He says, uh, hey guys, my name is David and I'm from Nebraska. I just started listening to you guys a week ago and so far all the ones I've heard have been very funny and pretty accurate. Since I haven't heard them all, the following recommendations may have already been covered and I apologize for any that occur. So first up, three ninjas. <laughs> karate romp where kid ninjas Rocky, Colt, and Turn Turn are better at karate than professional assassins. Yeah. Second, surf ninjas. <laughs> I just want to point out, if we're doing a Three Ninjas movie, we're doing like the high mountain one. Mega mountain. Oh, yeah. yeah the the, is that Hulk the one Hogan. with Hulk Hogan? Yeah. 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 And Shannon Tweed, I think. Yep. Uh, surf ninjas, where Ernie Reyes Jr. must use his innate karate skills to defeat Leslie Nielsen. Is, isn't that a trauma movie or no? Am I thinking No, wrong? you're thinking of uh, surf, surf Nazis must die. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Surf yeah, ninjas yeah. is a kid's yes, movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, shoot 'em up, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. A thriller with Clive Owen that hardly stops at all and has so many great implausible action sequences. Yep, I'm willing to give that another. Yeah, try. I the, think we the may... Blu-ray is sitting over there from a gift from somebody. Yeah, and I've got a copy of it too. Okay. That movie's great. Yeah, kills a guy with a carrot. <laughs> well, I, I, he like kills like a dozen people while having sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just that movie. I, I as much as much as I've heard people talk about that movie, I think that movie hit me at the wrong time. Like I just must have watched yeah. that in the wrong time. I don't know why, because I, I was not into that movie at all for some, when, when I watched it. That movie to me is like Slither. If you watch that in the wrong frame of mind, you're just going to go, God, fuck this. This is bullshit. But if you just let yeah, go. It, that was one of the, I, I actually saw that at a preview screening mm-hmm. when it first came out. And that was one of the weirdest ones I've been to because half the audience was eating it up. And the other half was like, what the yeah. fuck like, is this? Yeah. That's a weird vibe. Yeah, it, it was it was very weird <laughs> yeah. seeing that in a theater with people. But I, I have a copy of it, so 
that should tell you something. But yeah, yeah, we we do like that movie. It's just it's one of those that feels just intentional enough with all the craziness. Oh, it's totally self aware. Yeah, but but like it, just that side enough that it's weird for us to do it almost. Like yeah. it's doing it's doing half the making fun of itself type thing. Yeah. But still, there's some, there is a ton of awesome well, stuff. In yeah, there. I mean, it, it feels a little bit in the vein of like why we probably would never watch Machete or something like that because it's like it knows. Yeah. It, yeah. it very much knows. Yeah, it's like this. It's kind of like it's made for us, but it's also not. It's made for everybody. Just mm-hmm. it, it wants more people like us to enjoy it. Yeah. And it just, you know. So, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a great second half movie to talk about. Yeah. I just yeah. don't. We could watch it for. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's part of me that thinks we should, but I, I, I seem to remember having that debate with, with uh, Toski a while mm-hmm. back where when he first started listening, he's like, why haven't you guys done shoot him up? You need to do shoot him up. And then we kind of got into the same argument that we're having right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But hey, uh, we make our own rules. Let's just watch yep. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yep. Uh, next up, Cop, a James Wood movie where he's obsessed with a serial killer. That's all he says about it. So. All right. I don't know. I've seen that. I don't remember it being goofy. I remember it being a little over the top, but... Yeah, just quick public service announcement. Sell it better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James Wood's chasing the Sell cop. it better. Yeah. Well, if you said cop that, and a half. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Where the half is the serial killer. Now you're talking. <laughs> so uh, that's all the recommendations I have so far for topics. Only one. Best non-actor in a movie. I say Bon Jovi in Vampires 2, Los Muertos. <laughs> Thanks for making me laugh, David from wow. Nebraska. That is out there. Okay. He's, but he's an... I, what, what do you mean by non-actor? Do you mean like an athlete or I think that's what musician? I Someone who didn't start yeah, that way. Yeah, okay. and if it didn't start that fucking Jim Brown. Like, Oh, yeah. There's no question. Pimp. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up your shit. Because it yeah, was... That's strong. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. Yeah. But I guess he. I, I guess you have to call him an actor. But well, the, the, I don't know. By Early definition, on, if he you're was acting a football in something, player that they yeah. put him in. So non. I, well, I, I think by that part, I mean Marky Mark is a non-actor by that. I mean, sure. everyone knows him more as a actor now. But I mean, would you call Justin Timberlake an actor? No, he is now. I mean, yes, but I don't know. This, I think this it's premise is say, kind of. I think it's fair to say anyone whose fame was not acquired through acting. Okay. I mean, because like Jim I, Brown, 100%. Because I mean, sure. like, demolishes everyone else. There are yeah. actors like Bruce Willis who've tried music, and he, but he's an actor. <laughs> right. He's not a musician. Yeah. I know. It's just, I mean, like, if I was, who's the, be- the best non actor? Garfield Cat. I mean, you know, I mean, something non actor. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, the dog at the end of Homeward Bound, that kind of thing, you know? <laughs> hey, that, that, that dog's, dog's an actor. Thespian. What's your yeah. problem, Chuck? Dog limped on command and then stopped <laughs> limping. It was just like, I'm good again. <laughs> Damn right. Tears. Over all right. Hill. Uh, <laughs> so, so, all right. So, we sawing, going with uh, Jim Brown all around? I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything. Well, I mean, you know, Jim Brown, Fred Williamson, you know, I mean, those guys, obviously. Uh, man. I mean, I like Justin Timberlake and everything I see him in. So, yeah. he's a non actor. <laughs> yeah. No, but. I don't know. I mean,. I mean, Marky Mark in Boogie Nights is really fucking yeah. good in Boogie Nights yeah. for a quote-unquote non-actor. Right. Um, I don't know. That's, yeah. yeah, it depends on how they evolve. Like, Worst, I would say, goes to Michael Jordan in Space Jam. <laughs> uh, worst of all time, maybe. I don't know, because then you guys, that's all he has to look at, like, things like glitter. You know? <laughs> yeah, you start getting into stuff like Rihanna and Battleship. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just, like, just, ter- you know, Sophia like, Coppola. Like, yes, <laughs> stunt casting. Yeah. Things, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, that's a tough one. A- I, any Stan Lee cameo, you know? I mean, oh. it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best ones one where he doesn't speak. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, uh, next up is from Birdie. Holy Gonzaga Burgers. Hey, guys. I haven't bothered you in a while, so I thought I'd drop a quick line to keep in touch. Congrats on 200 episodes. You make my Saturday afternoons enjoyable with your reviews. I just recently got employed at a movie theater, and I'm looking forward to seeing some firsthand bad movies in the theater. Are there any you recommend? Uh, wait do you have a library we, yeah we how does this work for we you don't, we can't predict the future <laughs> like like right now i um, mean do you work like an alamo where they can just get stuff oh, or that'd be good yeah, yeah i mean I if, if you can somehow call i mean if it's just like oh i if i bring in this blu-ray and i can watch it in a theater yeah kind of situation oh, man. man then like the sky's the limit right yeah just look go to the shout factory website and watch anything they've put out but yeah. uh I bring in pacific rim and just watch that yeah. over and over but like upcoming bad movie i don't know i haven't I mean, really looked I, past i've heard uh what is it uh whatever that stallone uh, oh, uh, lock up uh, lock up no that's no, that's the previous plan. stallone movie yeah, escape, uh, plan. escape plan yeah. escape plan we've i've heard very mixed things okay we right. had we had a couple of people that wrote us on twitter that were like dude oh, escape it. plan yeah. you five jocks go see this fucking movie and then there were other people who are just like I'm really disappointed in. Well, I'm, ju- I'm just giving so. the devil's advocate. Of, yeah, like, that's might is might be in his theater right now. Sure. Um, yeah, that, I can't speak to what else is out there. I mean, they are just our kind of stuff just doesn't come to theaters anymore. I mean, like you know, like for a week. I mean, yeah. I mean, thing is, like, if I worked in a theater and I, I would watch everything, like I, like there was there was this point in time where uh, some of our local theaters they had this thing one summer. Granted, I was a student and I had lots of lots of time on my hands, but they had mm-hmm. this thing. It was like. Buy a T-shirt. Go to as many movies as you want. I went to every movie yeah. they had. Yeah, literally. Like I mm-hmm. saw How to Make an American Quilt because I had a freaking <laughs> T-shirt. I didn't care. I yeah. mean, I'm that kind of person. I'm like, I will see. I don't care what kind of movie it is. Yeah, if there's it's there, and I can go for free by wearing a shirt. That, that was one stinky ass shirt by the end of the summer, but I don't care. <laughs> there was a period like '97, '98 where I was going to see like stuff like Woo and How to Be a Player, and just like if it came out in a theater, I was there. And yeah. that was a mistake. <laughs> I was like that when I was getting preview stuff. Yeah. I was like, yep, yeah. Sign me up, man. Except, but I mean, if it's like, if it's literally like you're working, like you're off and we're going to run a screening of something, yeah. I would see everything. I mean, I worked in a theater for a period of time and it was always like, we got to print in, we got to check it. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's run that print. Yep. We're going to watch a new movie. And it was like, you know, sitting in a giant auditorium. All right. No one. Here you go. Tyler Perry's A Medea Christmas. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> yep. Dig that one. Yep. Watch it up. I would not sit down for that one. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I would be lost. Uh, no, actually, well, I might. I, I would have missed that, the first the one 20 that installments. In, isn't that the one that strangely brings in like Larry the Cable Guy or something in it? I don't know. I don't think <laughs> no, I'm serious. I think he's in it. I'm not joking. He is not listed. Chad okay. Michael Murray is listed. Oh, Chad Michael Murray. Oh, Larry the Cable Guy. There he is. Yep. <laughs> I know too much about things. Yeah. You, you yeah, do. you do. Yeah, you I heard do. that. I was like, uh, imagine the worst things you can combine in my movie and i was like you mean medea and yeah. the cable guy yep. like that happened yep so there you go anyway uh he also says i always feel weird recommending movies because i still feel guilty about animation month <laughs> but i was reminding myself about a gem called drop dead sexy starring skateboarding legend jason lee and creepy trendsetter crispin glover after this movie i de- <laughs> after this movie i developed a scale about how many crispin glovers something is creepy it's kind of on the same scale as your jocks and bags chart if you don't watch it i hope you keep it on your radar he leaves us with a haiku. He says, crash and burn, buddies. Enjoy holiday movies. Tell me which ones suck. <laughs> Birdie. I'm, I'm sorry, but do yourself a favor and look up Crispin Glover on IMDb and look at his profile picture. Oh, no. 
Here we go. Wow. That's pretty good. Oh. Hey, his middle name is Hellion. I was not ready for that. <laughs> what was that movie again? Because I just lost everything in Drop my Dead head. Sexy. Drop Dead Sexy. That's weird. I've never heard of this movie. 2005. I don't know. This must have... That's mm. a pretty great Crispin Glover picture. Yeah, right? isn't it? Yup. Boy, this was... This must have been like right before Jason Lee was like, just get me a TV show. <laughs> I can't... Mm. Movies are done Oh, for it's me. got Wiggle Eyes in it. <laughs> <laughs> wiggle eyes oh yeah. pro taylor fence yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy literally can't not yeah. have his eyes wiggle yeah it's like put me in an x-files episode i'll be creepy look at my eye look at it <laughs> oh, this done is, and done this has literally got all the creepy in one movie this is awesome because <laughs> lynn shay's in it too oh god <laughs> wait amber heard's in it too i mean I have oh, 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 oh. <laughs> huh. yep. all right anyway all right it's a comedy moving on uh mike from pittsburgh so, yes, we're popular in Pittsburgh. Hey, Mike. Uh, his title is Coeducational Bad Movies. Salutations, chaps. Congratulations on 200. I want to report more good news. We have an embryonic bad movie group in my small town, which is not Pittsburgh. I moved. <laughs> the ringleaders. <laughs> I just, I don't know why I had to read it in that voice, but it felt I more. I moved. Yeah, I thought it was more <laughs> official. Uh, the ringleaders are myself and a female friend. However, I observed that her notion of an enjoyable bad movie is not a Craig Baxley, Stuart Gordon, Hal Needham action extravaganza, mm-hmm. but rather a ludicrously melodramatic after-school special-style movie intended to show teenagers the consequences of bad decisions. That's fine. So far, in addition to my selections, we've seen Mazes and Monsters and the teen domestic violence epic No One Would Tell, starring Candace Cameron, Fred Savage, and in a special guest appearance as the judge, Sally Jesse Raphael. Yes. So it may be possible to double your audience by adding some of these female-targeted bad movie offerings to your usual fare. Just a thought. Crash and burn. Mourn you till I join you. Mike from Pittsburgh. I really so, hope so. They... From my Golan Globus positioning system. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. That's a thing. Okay. Nice. Uh, I really hope that they've watched the epic Helen Hunt jumps out the window after school. For oh, because she's on uh, Angel Dust. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta look. I, I have to look that one up oh, now. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the after school specials are good bad uh melodrama's good yeah it kind of is it, it, it really it really kind of is um Ooh, it's, it's actually called angel dusted angel <laughs> dusted yeah fuck yes yeah, it just has to be oh, it oh I mean. why didn't we watch that i'm not sure week? but i mean i'm just i'm going off of that i can see bj rejecting those so thoroughly yeah he would have liked Red. He would have hated that Angel Dusted. might not Dusted. be it, actually. I, it's I be love enough. the fact that she's in a movie called Angel Dusted, that, and that might not be it. It might but, not yeah. be it. Basically, yeah. So it's do we have uh, PSA Timber? <laughs> <laughs> PSA April? <laughs> oh, there. No, we have April. Oh, that's and right. Somewhere in the middle of there, we throw a PS door. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Lonely lady. <laughs> <laughs> he never did. He probably never made it to hear that episode. I know. No, I don't wanna, um, poor guy. Yeah. Come back. No, don't. <laughs> yes. No. Called every I'm week. saying yes. Come back. He called every week. She was in a movie called Angel Dusted. That's not the one. It was a 1980 movie called Desperate Lives. Oh, okay. Where she was on PCV. Also Angel Dust. <laughs> what the shit? She's in two Angel Dust movies. Yeah. Oh, that Helen Hunt. And then she was in Trancers. Get her off the shit. Go to Helen Hunt. All right. Uh, last one here. <laughs> okay. This one's from uh, Jay from California. Hi, Jay. Who says, uh, it's Friday, Friday. Got to kill some teenagers. <laughs> hey, Bamcast crew. <laughs> Jay from California here. <laughs> Is that the subject line? <laughs> yes. I think, I think you got to read sub- that in the proper uh, 
It's Friday. I have it no, no. It's Friday. I, Friday. Friday. Got to kill some teenagers. Yep. There, you just did it for me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jay from California here, and I did something for Halloween that I may never do again. I watched all 10 Friday the 13th movies in one day. Here's oh, my summary of the series. Oh, God. That's, 20, <laughs> that's like almost 20 hours. That's a lot. Yeah, it's long. Uh, first, here's my summary of the series. One, two, and three, they're all the same damn movie. Yes. Four, five, and six, a better version of the story arc from Child's Play 1 through 3. Okay. Part seven, Jason versus a psychic. <laughs> all in caps. <laughs> yes. Part eight, fails for not playing Sinatra's New York, New York when Jason showed up in Times Square. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, Jason goes to hell. Felt like a first draft. If they tightened up the graphics on level three, I would have loved this film. Jason X. Jason gets his ass kicked by a sex bot. Enough said. Doesn't that one have the uh, frozen face kill, though, in it? I believe it does, yeah. 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 That's a good kill. Uh, anyway, that said, have any of the Banffcast crew or the listeners regretted it an all-day movie marathon? If not, <laughs> what is your favorite series to marathon in a single day? Crashing butthorn, Jay out. P.S. This is more of a no quarters thing, but I noticed a lot of stuff taken from the Friday films that shows up in the NES game. Real deep cuts, too. Sent with Do- Zoe Duchanel's Love of Harlow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right back at you, Zoe. I, back when there used to be only five Best Picture nominees, yeah. um, AMC would run a thing where they'd show all of them and they still do it, but it's spread over two days because they nominate so many fucking movies now. But I did one, I think it was in 2006. It was whatever year the departed one yeah. where all of them, you know, you sat through all the Oscar nominated movies mm-hmm. and I wanted to die by the end of it. <laughs> it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was a good crop of movies. It was like letters from Iwo Jima and departed and little miss sunshine. And I can't remember what the other two were now. I think the queen and something else. That would mm. hurt my head just on principle of sheer differentness of movies. Yeah. 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 And it, it was odd. And that was like the third time I'd seen the departed in the theater because it just worked out that way. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was, they were good movies but it was just like god like by the time you're ready to like move you know the movie would end and you'd have like 20 minutes in between and you just couldn't move by the end of the day because you were like oh do i really have to watch little miss sunshine now and i i can't i I regretted that but there's been times like i wanted to do the lord of the rings all in one day and i just haven't been able to do it I don't think I, I wanted do to do a theater, Star Wars theatrical ones. I, I I can't even imagine doing like the extended cut ones. I did that yeah, in one exactly. day. Well, I did the first two in one day and was just like, good God. Yeah. <laughs> Jen you keeps talking about five hours. Yeah. The last yeah. One. Jen keeps talking about doing that one, but we'll see. I tend to do TV marathon thons like all day. Yeah. Like, like you get me a DVD set of a show yeah. mm-hmm. and I will sit there for like 13 hours and just be like, all right. Oh just yeah, disc after disc. Let's do this. That that seems better because it's like when one hour is up, it's like all right, I'm gonna get up for 20 minutes, go get food, and I don't feel so bad. Like, yeah. I I don't know something about that like time break of. But all the Friday the Thirteenths, I couldn't. That's insane. I don't think I can handle that. The main problem with doing that, especially in a row, is that the continuity between one to the next is so bad that yeah. it becomes even more glaring when you go right into the next one from the first one, mm-hmm. and it's just like, boy, they just they're not trying. You yeah. got to put some space in there so you can kind of forget yeah. little things because they just from movie to movie don't make sense. Because I've watched like the first five or six in a row before and was just like, "Fuck this! These yeah. these are badly made." I don't think I, I I can't I can barely do like two movies in a row now. Like I mean, the best one I ever did in a the theater was I did the double feature of Alien and Aliens. I mean, yeah. oh, that'd that be pretty was good. awesome. But I mean. By the time it was over, just for that. I mean, those are both not short movies. And by the time that yeah. was over, I was like, I don't want to be in this theater anymore. Yeah, I've found I don't do marathons like that. I'll do like 
one movie each night. Like, you know, when I did the Lethal Weapon ones, yeah. I did one movie each day through four. And that gave me, and like, and it, you still, you get like those continuity things, like you said, where oh, it's yeah, like, right. oh, this is totally different now. And, yeah. You know, that's kind of. I think I did that leading up to the Avengers as I watched, I watched every movie like, like every other day or something like that. I'd seen them all. So it wasn't that big a deal. It's just like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get all caught up and pay attention to every little thing and bleh, ready for the Avengers. I mean, I like the way we did the James Bond movies one a week until Skyfall came out. That was yeah. a good idea. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, but I mean, I I've had movies, marathons of like not, sequential movies like there was a couple months ago where we did like an 80s marathon it was just like i need to see all the 80s movies i never saw mm-hmm. and it was just like I, I absorbed that that was like something i'd wanted to do for a long time so i watched like six in a row and it was just like i'm a time traveler i'm watching <laughs> 80s movies this is great and look at that guy and haha remember yeah, that <laughs> i haven't done that in a while i think the last one i did with jen was like we watched butch cassidy and uh good the bad and the ugly and then something else like completely like oh Leon the professional, that was like the weird. Those that was just like the group of movies that I had. That we you can't do just emotional long, epi- just big movies like that. Mm. Those take it out of you. That that's yeah. got to be just exhausting. Yeah, well, well, we watched Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I think we watched Leon first, and she's like, she was creeped out by the whole father daughter thing. Sure, like she's like, why would he let that girl live in her house? You know. She was looking at it in a different way than we tend to look at that movie. Yes. But then she's like, I need to watch something else. So I was like, all right, we put on Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. And after that, she was like, man, I like that energized her. It was like, we need to watch something else now because mm-hmm. that was so good. Yeah. Like, I want to watch some another movie now, which is obviously the reaction you want to a movie like that. My wife gets like that sometimes. Like, after we saw The Expendables, she came. we came home and she was like, show me Jet Li movies. I was like, all right, let yeah. me go get my Jet Li movies. Uh-huh. And we will, because you don't usually get that kind of reaction mm-hmm. a lot. It's just like, yes, let me go get Jackie Chan, Jet Where Li, and you know, all of these movies. I, yes. Yeah, yes. just let me show you these Where things. Where is it? And then we just end up watching crap like Kiss of the Dragon or something. It's just uh, like, ah, this sucks. Oh, <laughs> once, upon, once, once Upon a Time in China series is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now we just end up watching so, yeah, one I, and Black Mask. And it's just like, these stink. Yeah. <laughs> these movies aren't good. Yeah. Can't do his U.S. ones. Yeah. There just aren't any good ones. Yeah. Uh, the the dog one, Danny the dog one's pretty good. Whatever it's called, Unleashed. That's what they ended up calling it. Yeah. Doggist. <laughs> <laughs> well, everywhere else it was called Danny the dog. Oh. Yeah. I have that soundtrack. I don't have that movie, though. Oh. Like, I've never seen it. Pretty good. So, uh, that's it for emails. All right. Well, all right. Yeah. We'll see if BJ's back next week. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Knows. If not, we're watching the Helen Hunt movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so contact info. Okay. Uh, check out bmfcast.com. All the stuff's on the right-hand side of the page. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, slash bmfcast. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Uh, go on iTunes. Give us a review. Uh, we got a new one recently that uh, was really nice. Yeah. Uh, complimented us on our black exploitation. All right. Knowledge. Wow. I was like, cool. Yeah. That's a good thing because we love black exploitation movies. Yeah. That's yeah, coming that's up again pretty soon. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Jazzes me. We need, to, we need to start making a list now. Way ahead of you. Oh, Chuck's on it's, it. Well, I know one that was almost guaranteed was Black Samson. Like that That was like, that is on there. And if it wasn't, I was going to be like, okay, you're changing the list because we're doing it. That's on there just because of the poster. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Fucking but, uh, lion. <laughs> also yeah. on the website, there's the donate button. Thank you again for everybody that has donated and continues to donate yeah so. we appreciate it. it helps us pay for the hosting and 
keeps all us this, on the tubes. Yeah, all this fun equipment that one day we'll get it to work. Working on it. <laughs> yeah. Still working on it. It's the monolith I've got here. to defy the laws of physics right now. Mm-hmm. Or the laws of USB. That too. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, thank you again. Uh, it, reviews on iTunes help us a lot, so keep them coming. We appreciate them. Uh, otherwise, uh, just check out BAMFCast.com, and everything's on the right-hand side of the page. And as Chuck fiddles with the Garfield phone, 9105-JUX-BMF, <laughs> 9105569263, give it a ring. You'll probably make it on the air as long as you keep it short and sweet. Indeed. All right, let's get out of here. All right. All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm Chuck. And this is BAMFCast out. BAMFCast out.